right. Thanks for joining us at The Monster at the end of this podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And this is just the Supernatural podcast where we talk about the different episodes of Supernatural, about plot, lore, character development, cinematography, any other stuff we want to talk about. Um, Today we have episode three, which is Dead in the Water. The writer is Sarah Gamble and Rail Tucker. And the director is Kim Manners. And the synopsis for this episode, really detailed, something in the lake of a small town is killing innocent people. So that's what we have for the synopsis. And so for plot, it's it's pretty straightforward. Nothing like major to the major plot no. to do with dad. They mention him like once, I think. Yeah. Because um. I think it's funny how Sam is so easily, easily pushed over when it comes to dad. Dean's just like, oh, yeah, well... We'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. And Sam is so easily pushed over so that they can move away from the original plot and keep doing these monster of the episode. Oh, like his um, like problems? Yeah, they keep and, like, pushing chess. pushing finding Dad so they can continue giving us different monsters Getting, and immersing us into the Building up a world, plot right? so that the show will succeed. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's definitely... Because we don't get main plot for another... Until, like, I think episode nine. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the first time we get big plot for this season. Um, I really liked, for this episode, how the only um, eyewitness was Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas Barr, because he is mute at this point, and he's the only one who's seen the thing. He's a witness that's hard to talk to because he doesn't talk. So I thought that was a really cool plot point, especially since it it was so important um, for Dean in this episode, like, his connection with Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Peter, who wants to put those who killed him through exactly what they put his mother through. Make them lose their children, because that's worse than dying, in her words. And, and um, you see each... Bill Carlton's words says it, too. He repeats it. He says it's worse than dying. Worse than dying. And then they will... He will... T- will, will take them after will they take them, feel yeah, that pain. That pain. So then when Bill is dead, they think they can leave. Well, Sam thinks they can leave. Sam is so eager yeah. to leave town. Well, I don't know if I would say eager, but he was more than willing to when the, wrap up the case when, and be um, done with it. When Jake was like, you guys need to get the hell out. He's like, right. he's like sure, oh, yeah, yep. sure, we'll go. Sounds good. And then, But then Lucas is so scared in front of Dean, mm-hmm. and then he can't leave until he knows that the kid's okay. Um, and then, so, at the end, we almost get Lucas dying. But After he reaches in for an army soldier. That was, yeah, what the heck? Wow, um, I, I don't understand. Uh, but. Super creepy, though, with the that the like kid. The in, ghost kid yeah. in the water. That will always be one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's creepy. It's creepy. That just, like, the, the eyes. Peeking up peeking over the up water. Peeking up over the water. Oh, it's creepy. And then, so, yeah, Peter only releases Lucas to Dean, um... Like, cause they're searching and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. And once Lucas or once Jake walks into the lake and sacrifices himself, then Dean's able to pull Lucas out. Right. So I thought I thought it was really well done. Like the order of the episode. Yeah, and how things resolved at the end. I yeah, I think the like the pacing of the episode was really really well done. I do agree. 
um, those are all the notes we have for plot. Uh, so for lore in this episode, we got a vengeful, just like a vengeful spirit, but mm -hmm. I think it's the first one we have. Well, I mean, the woman in white is a specific type, type of vengeful, vengeful spirit. spirit. I think this is just when we get into the fact that yeah, there are vengeful spirits for like a just, number of reasons. But it's not like always like specific like types like lore with what, them right with like the killing the husband history behind it yeah right um so and then the reason um that these killings are getting or faster disappearances yeah are disappearances um, becoming are... more frequent is because the dam is falling apart and the feds won't give them the grant to fix it and so the lake won't will be drained soon yeah, and the spirit won't have any access to take the victims so he needs to speed things up Yep, get his needs, job done. Yep, he needs to try to get Bill and Jake to walk into the lake. Yeah, because and he had originally killed Lucas's dad. Right. I don't know. I don't know why he kept Lucas alive. Right. That was a comment we had for later. But yeah, I like, mean, that's crazy. Just for plot, was Lucas like, left alive? I don't know. Maybe like, I mean, Lucas is a is a kid. So maybe Peter saw like, I this is a helpless kid. I Just was a helpless like kid. However, at the end, he takes Lucas because he knew Jake was going to walk into the lake. I don't know. Maybe Lucas? because I have, I have no idea. Maybe because he was getting really angry. He was like, "All right, time is done. We are well, done." That remember, Lucas. Lucas's dad was taken way back. That yeah. was way back. So that was before maybe the dam was like before they knew that the dam was going yeah, to be a so issue. So now. He might actually be like, I'm taking Lucas. Right. If I can't have anybody else, I'm just going to take him. Mm -hmm. So so that was really interesting. I thought it would, they, this was a really good episode for lore. Uh, we also got information briefly just mentioning of Water Wraith um, and other demons are briefly mentioned when they're just kind of trying to figure out what this what one is. What this could be. And so we get, we don't, we get demons in the next episode. So right. <laughs> that's like a perfect little prelude to it. So we have a lot for character development, um, a lot for that we both have on Dean. Uh, yes, we love Dean and children. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, first of all, we can see at the very beginning Dean's like player womanizer side. Like oh, yeah. he's Dean's hitting out on to the, have fun. Yeah, he's hitting on the waitress and stuff. But then you also see in this same episode the complete other side of Dean His when he's like for when he's like more comfortable and like kind of lets his mask down, I think. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he he's more kinda like, sheds some light on his feelings of his childhood's experience yeah. his childhood experiences with his mom yeah. passing away and then um connecting it to Lucas and Lucas's dad, we see that he does have emotions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and like we even see how different because he was flirting with Andrea but even when, like, she was being drowned in her own bathtub, Sam was the one who, like, pulled her naked body out and, like... Oh, and he was on Dean the was Dean was, was, like, making sure Lucas, Lucas was okay. And, um, preventing him from seeing what like, he saw, his, his or mom possibly what getting, he could have seen. Yeah, him. and that, like, that leads into, let's just talk about the, like, emotional trauma that um, Dean's been through. So, uh, yeah. Dean watch one of his like watching one of your parents die isn't just something you get over that's what he says to lucas mm, yeah because they've both been through a very traumatic experience at the hand of something supernatural yeah whether lucas knew it was supernatural or not at that it point it was apparent mm -hmm. and 
yeah and now he definitely knows and so hopefully he can have a different life um than dean did which is really sad dean in this episode is really uh, you can tell how unsettled he is with his mom's death and he has never really processed it and that's very clear throughout the entire series right until season 12 when mary's brought back then we can, he can see get him some more interaction like with her to get the relationship he wanted so he can have the closure that he needed well because he needed all that closure because yeah jumping forward to like season 12 almost finale that scene with him just confronting his mom about like how much he loves her but also hates her for what he went through right because of her and so yeah little side topic but um so i thought it was really interesting because it was lucas hasn't been talking and Dean tells Lucas that he saw something really awful and he was scared and he didn't feel like talking about it. And so then I found the um, an entry from John Winchester's journal entries from the official Supernatural website. And I'll post a link uh, in the description. But this is um, from December 4, 1983. Just for reference, Mary died on November 2 of that year. So from John Winchester's journal. Dean still hardly talks. I try to make small talk or ask him if he wants to throw the baseball around. Anything to make him feel like a normal kid again. He never budges from my side or from his brother. Every morning when I wake up, Dean is inside the crib, arms wrapped around baby Sam, like he's trying to protect him from whatever is out there in the night. And I just thought that was really interesting because this is um, about, this is a month after and Dean still really isn't talking at all. Right, a month after, we see similar parallels with Lucas. Yeah, so I thought that was a really good parallel. Mm -hmm. um, moving into Lucas, side yeah. characters, or, well, not side characters, but minor characters yeah. in these episodes. Um, I was wondering if Lucas was being possessed or maybe guided around by the ghost, because why would Lucas go out on the lake to get the army guy when he knows yeah. that there's something out there because he's drawn it he yeah. was worried for his mom he knew the water was bad why would he do that unless someone compelled him to go out there um and then how would he know what the house looked like what the bike looked like it, yeah so i'm just wondering if peter had more of an influence on him than we know of lore at this point well so i think maybe for that because I was also wondering, like, because they were talking about how some um, PTSD survivors get, like, uh, specific skills. After, premonitions. Like, premonitions and, and stuff and... after those experiences, especially, like, children. Um, but they never really went into, like, how that happens. They mm -hmm. didn't, they just kind of mentioned it. And they never and wondering talked if... about it if Lucas was. But then, like, also we heard whispers from the water. Mm -hmm. So maybe, like, I mean, it is the water system throughout the entire city it's in their city, house yeah. it's everywhere so maybe so like, it could be whispering he's hearing the whispering that also makes me think of maybe it was just a little hint the premonitions and visions happening I wonder if it was just like a little hint that that was going to happen to sam that would be really interesting mm -hmm. i mean because yeah that a little tiny episode three ptsd because sammy has a baby saw i know but i'm trying to think when is it like sam's first premonition episode i I know it. The episode fourteen is like main Sam premonitions, but I can't remember if it is mentioned before that. Mm -hmm. But so yeah, that would be interesting right now. But I just thought that was really really sad. Um, 
Yeah. Because we love Dean. Right. But, and then I always think it sucks, like, I hate that uh, Sam was always like, you don't even like kids and stuff. And, like, Sam, do you forget that Dean literally raised you? Raised you, you yeah. <laughs> and I think Sam does forget how much Dean was involved, and we can see that, and we'll talk about this in the episode it happens in, but when Sam his happiest memory is in the hotel room and Dean's like, are you kidding? And that really hurts me because I really don't think, and I could be wrong. I wasn't in a type of situation like this, but kids that are raised by their siblings, it's a different dynamic than Mm -hmm. normal. So Sam and Dean's dynamic is different than normal brothers. So we see that. Yeah, start I, to come out. Yeah, because I you do see later throughout the series Sam being surprised when he finds out like stuff that Dean has done for him mm-hmm. that he didn't know. How about. much Dean has actually sacrificed. Sacrificed or taken for him. Yes. It, yeah. yeah. It's such it's so much good stuff. Um Okay, so now into cinematography. Uh right off the bat, love the jaws like shot. Shot from below of Carlson's daughter. Yeah, love it. Yeah. I mean it, you know, that she's gonna die, but it's, it's just like, supernatural fans are gonna like horror movies. Like they're gonna know it's Class, gonna be a nice classic movies too. Yeah, it's gonna be a nice like, just little homage to Jaws. Right, a, a scary movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. Moving on to maybe a criticism. Um, when we get <laughs> the first shot of the sheriff, the way that they cut off his head. Makes it look like his hair is a legit skunk pattern. Okay, I think that's like... Dark sides, white in the middle. I think that's just like some graying on the top. It is, just some graying on the top. However, the angle of the camera and the way they cut it, it he just looks like he's got a skunk hairdo. Alright, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make any personal attacks. Yeah, I just, <laughs> Um moving on. I personally I was not a fan of the jerky movements during the no. sink and bathtub drowning. I wasn't either. It was just a little too... Too jerky. Too jerky. It kind of reminded me of, like, flashing lights. I was it like, was whoa. It was, like, and strobe lights. They were trying to hit us over the head that something supernatural was happening mm-hmm. when you could have just done, like, little minor movements. It was just so over the top. It gave me, like, motion sickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one thing I thought was really beautiful, actually, was when they were talking to Peter's mom, uh, and she's describing, like the incident when Peter didn't come home and she's looking into the picture frame of Peter and like their faces are overlapping. Overlapping. I just looked really, it was really sad because, because she's she like crying. Said, well, she said, you're not supposed to outlive your children. Exactly. And that's a picture of him before he died. And now she is a graying old woman. Mm-hmm. So we get to see that represented as well. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really sad. And I thought, I thought they did that really well. Um, when, uh, Andrea is like drowning in the bathtub and it's like it's so loud there's so much going on because mm-hmm. it's she's like the, screaming the, the whispering of the water she's screaming Lucas is just like banging on the door on the, the water door. splashing all over the side oh my gosh yeah so much sound is going on it's overwhelming but in a good it, I, yeah it way had a good effect it was creepy mm-hmm. I really liked it um I'm going to move into the when Dean pops up out of the water with Lucas. Oh, my gosh, mm. yes. Chef's kiss. That is such Beautiful. a good shot. However, I don't like the slow-mo glitchy transition when Carlson's daughter drowns at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, However, from Right. However, I do love the slow-mo effect 
here when Dean pops up and holds I agree. Lucas. Yeah. I like it here, well, not like the, at the like, beginning. I like the, I mean, it's weird, like, him spitting out the water, but I just, like, I love that, like, the water's coming out and him, like, gasping for gasping air. Gasping for air. And, and he, he, right before it transitions into the next scene, you can see him, like, hold Lucas yeah, and he, like, relaxes takes a, deep a little. Breath. He's like, oh, it's. He's here. The, I got him. Jensen put so much into that scene. And yeah. so did that kid. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know the name of the actor off the top of my head, but wow, he did a really good job in this episode, too. Right. Um, for other, like, questions or criticisms we had, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the acting from the, the Carlton At the beginning, no. Yeah, I just thought... The brother-sister interactions, I it can was tell just, you. I didn't, I don't even have any siblings, and that was, like, I felt embarrassed watching that, because yeah. that is not how siblings interact. And I have two brothers, and <laughs> no, that's not how a brother and a sister would interact was kind of creepy, and uh, yeah. um, the way that she talked to her dad was kind of creepy, too. Yeah. Just really awkward acting. Yeah. Um, so. And talking about Bill Carlton and Jake, the sheriff, mm-hmm. um, I personally could not have lived that long with the guilt of killing another kid when I was a kid. Yeah. I cannot believe they didn't tell, like, anybody. I know, because what were they, in middle school, not even? They were, like, 12, maybe? Yeah, I think they were, like, because it was, like, Billy on his, like, pardon me if I'm wrong, like, 12th birthday with his bike. Yeah, or some, he was, they were around that age. So, me, thinking me when I was, like, 12, if I accidentally drowned another kid, I'd be hysterical. I don't know how I I don't know how they could have just, like, let the body go. Yeah, bury. The bike. The bike. And just never talk about it. Watch this kid float away you know his mom's gonna be looking watch for him. all of the like the cases around town the missing signs right and then jake even became a sheriff <laughs> like what wow anyway um moving on to a cliche line come play with me okay. when andrea said it said come play with oh me. my god that's like really I, that reminded me of all episode right. one where it was like you've come home to us mommy like oh. okay the ghost is a little cliche yeah just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of the creepy twins in The Shining. Yeah. Stephen King is a king. That's yeah. why God gave him that last name. So, but he can do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it anymore. That was yeah. cliche. So I really liked how Dean was playing with the army and went with Lucas because he used to love, and he said he used to love playing with them as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then that's 100% corroborated in the season five finale when they're talking about the Impala and how there's army men like stuck in the engine, right. like or stuck in the stuck. I don't the cigarette it, holder I think, and the Legos the are stuck in the cigarette lighter, like where you plug in yes. car chargers now. <laughs> yes, or it's in like the window. It's there's army there, men army stuck men in, stuck in the Impala. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I just thought that was really sweet. Um, I love the Zeppelin rules like line he tells. Like, <sighs> okay, like, Zeppelin is Dean's favorite. Don't band. argue with me on this, Dean. Would be a fantastic father. And we do kind of see that in the series. Okay, yes. I mean, with Ben, with Jack. Yeah. We see, we see it a lot. Even with him, with Amara when she was a baby and he didn't Dean know. is a Dean dad. would be a phenomenal dad. And he deserved a I Put in that meme of that guy sitting at that table. <laughs> Change my mind. Change my mind. Uh-oh. Dean is a great dad. Change my mind. Um. So... As for music, um, in the 
DVD version is Moving On by Bad Company, which I think uh, fits better for the episode mm-hmm. because it, it just, like, captures Dean as a character, like, never really sticking around long and always moving to new places, even, like, though he... Th- there was probably a pull for him to stay. Like, he was kind of into Andrea. He really liked the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, kissed him, I think. Yeah. Right, I, so, like... I, yeah, she kissed him at the end, I So, think. yeah, he... Not sure if it was cheek or lips. I can't remember, but I think it was. I think it was lips. Because then he was like, "All right, like, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here." Cause, yeah, because he's like, "Sam, move your ass." No chick flick moments. Because yeah, you can so. see like how like he gets all flustered too when it's like actually when he's like flirting with the girl at the beginning. All the womanizer, he's like cocky and all that. Cocky, but confident. then at the end, when he's like, like in the other situation or the other Dean moment he's like all flustered and cute and I love it oh we see soft cute flustered Dean throughout the series we'll get it (laughs) um so yeah I just think the moving on by bad company is a better song for the end of that episode Mm -hmm. only on the DVDs and then my last note uh that I love is that in this episode they use agents Ford and Hamill Ford for Dean Hamill for Sam which is awesome because in Kripke's original vision was deemed to be, like, the typical Han Solo character and Sam Forbita, the typical Luke Skywalker-type character, so those actors' names is really funny. And it's also even more funny because in season five, 15, episode 5, they use the exact same aliases, and Cass is Agent Fisher, so he's Princess Leia. And he's so, Han Solo, so what does well, that say? We'll get to that later, but uh-huh. that is... Mm-hmm. That, well, that's canon, 100%. Yes. Happened. But do you have any other comments? No, but we can move on into grades if you're done with your comments. Yeah, um, I this is one of my favorite episodes in season one for sure. Yeah, I would agree. I it used to be, it used to be one of my favorite episodes ever. I just mm-hmm. really I love it for just getting to know Dean as a character. Yeah, that's a lot. Why I give the grade of an A plus. I love the Dean we mm-hmm. get in this. The lore is great. The lore is great. Plot's the great. Kid is creepy. Yeah. Um, shots are pretty great. I just think this episode is an A-plus material episode. I'm not going to say anything to disagree with anything you just said, really, but I'm probably just going to give it an A. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not... I think there I think there could have been more stuff to go with the big plot, and <laughs> I really like parallels and more literary devices, and there wasn't that many. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. I'm just... In love with Dean, you know? So okay, I'm in love with Dean, too. Dean gets that plus for me. Wow, you're really going to try to fight me on this? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about this later. But, so, <laughs> join us next time for um, Season 1, Episode 4, Phantom Traveler. Phantom Traveler. That will probably out be out soon, because we're moving out, and we are no longer... We graduated, so... Yes, woohoo! Graduated. Um, schedule may be sporadic. Um, indefinitely indefinitely until we figure out where our paths will lead us what the hell we're doing with our lives where the the road takes us (laughs) (laughs) alright on that note thank you so much for listening bye bye